This is Robert from Nostalgic Video and Cars, here to tell you about Bellador's Pizza and Pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago-style stuffed crust pizza, New York-style pizza, calzones, strombolis, pasta entrees, beer wine, and great desserts. They even make the bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering, and any order over 10 bucks, free delivery. So give them a call at 727-581-5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Lager Road near downtown Largo, or visit their website, belladorspizza.com. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends Corey, Jed, and Kirk at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Remember me, Mark from Mark? Hans, I gotta talk to you. It's life and death. It's a spaceman, Fonzie, and he's after me. He's... Spaceman after you? What does he want with you? Because I'm average. I told you. Yeah, I know. You're right. He said I'm humdrum. That's why he wants me. Yeah. He wants to take me in a spaceship. Oh, make sure you get a uh, window seat. <laughs> Fonz, I'm not joking around here. Yeah, it must be serious, because why else would you tempt fate? That's right. It's serious. He wants to take me away for a bleem. That's 2,000 years. Mr. Cunningham, you are holding on to my jacket. Well, what should I do? Let go of my jacket. <laughs> hey, that's much better now. Because you're a friend of mine, I'll check him out. Oh, thanks. Yeah. A bleem, huh? 2,000 years. Get out of here. John Jacob Jingleheimer His name is my name, too. Yes, it is. Whenever we go... It's, it's a finger of his. Hey. He just points at once and wham, bam, goodbye Cunningham. You ain't worse than Dixie. Hey, uh, partner, that is some finger there you're packing, huh? Now, maybe we can work this out just you and me, no? What does that have to work out? It is settled. Come along, Spaceman. Uh, wait a minute. Let me tell you something. You ain't taking my buddy here. You gotta get through me first. Oh, splendid. A hollytacker. I love a hollytacker. What is a hall attacker? In your language, specimen, it is a challenge. If your champion defeats me, you do not have to go with me. All right, let me get this straight. If I win, you don't take the specimen here. You read me, creature. Creature? You want to rumble? Rumble. Da -da 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 -da. <laughs> that is a hall attacker. Let us make it official. Then we must introduce the local celebrities. Can we get on with this now? Anytime you're ready. I have been challenged on 200 planets. I am undefeated. So am I. Yeah, that's right. Fonzie's never lost a hall attacker yet. Yeah, and we got the home planet advantage. <laughs> Just count to three then, specimen. All right. Get him, Fonz. One, two, three! No contest. Let's go, Spetsman. <laughs> Wait a minute. Fonzie, he can't just... What? Oh, Fonz, I'm sorry. I guess the finger was just too much. <laughs> so long, buddy. Let's go. Hey, wait a minute. Wait. Look at his thumb. You see what he's doing with his thumb? Impossible. This has never happened before. Yeah, well, you never ran up against the Fonz before, bucko. <laughs> so at last, a worthy opponent. <laughs> Yeah. Would you like to try for the next plateau? Anything you say, Jack. Can you do this? Hey, 
Hello out there. Peabody and Sherman here. Set the Wayback Machine. We entered the Wayback and were immediately hurtled back through time and space. Hi, this is Robert Yates, legendary engine builder, car owner. I love listening to nostalgic radio and cars. Hey, listeners, welcome. You are tuned into Nostalgia Radio and Cars, and I'm your show host, Robert. Run your computers in Google Town, talk1340.com, and you can actually see us live here in the studio. You know, I got that memorized now. Hey, Chris, how you doing tonight? I can't hear you. <laughs> got to hit the button. Something like that. I still can't hear you. My, maybe it's my mic. Anyway, we got Alan sitting in with us. Alan, how you doing tonight? Just fine tonight. Just hanging out, doing whatever. Stop by the station, so I figured I'd just sit in front of a microphone and hear myself talk. Hear yourself talk. You know what? We forgot to play your uh, intro song. His intro song is on my list. It's called, it's the theme, that's my fault, the theme song to The Saint. The, the Saint. That's Wait it. for it. You know what? My whole day has <laughs> been like this. I've been, I got up at six this morning. I've been chasing my tail. I had stuff to do. And he caught it. And I caught it. No, I didn't catch it. Yeah. Do you know what? We even forgot the banner so we're not gonna have a banner we're gonna have banter tonight how about that and you know what we're gonna do we're gonna open up the phone line so if you want to give us a call here if you're ready for an automotive insult between me and alan and chris right. now you give us a call here at studio 727-441-3000 727-441-3000 and what's that other number oh 866 alan you can see it i can't see it from oh here. yeah right let me get my glasses on <laughs> put your these specs are, on these are my one dollar glasses whoever's at the register is my optometrist 866-826-1340 that's a toll-free call this, this is 826-1340. Yes. This what? is you right now. What? <laughs> Just go ahead. What? What? Why? You... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 That's the me. That's stuck, good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, let's see. What did I, where, where did I leave it? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Run show. to your We're computer. And, uh, don't forget to check out our website, GolfstreamMotorsports.com, if you've missed any of our past shows. They're also on our website, GolfstreamMotorsports. And also bad, you bad, downloaded bad. pictures of Monterey on there, right? Uh, no, not not yet, not, not yet, yet, not yet. Okay. I'm working on it. Actually, um, your son will. He, yeah, yeah. yeah, because he I'm not. It. I'm too inept. But yeah. anyway, let's see. What, where, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Be sure to like us on Facebook, uh, Gulfstream Motorsports, and Nostalgic Radio and Cars. And that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And uh, hey, I got one here too. Look at yeah. that. You know, hey, what is, what is it that uh, what? Who used to do this all the time? And then throw it in the back. And then do we have a window breaking someplace? We got one of those sound well, That was Letterman. Back I don't know, but are we days, having right? a are we having a bell battle? You think your bell's better than mine? Yeah, my bell's bigger than your bell. <laughs> of course, you know, this means war. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> Whatever. Every, every, every once in a while. I'm just like, watching the show. You're just watching the show. <laughs> it's... We're live on TV, aren't we? No, we're not. We're on... Uh, we're on... We're on the uh, WT... We're on a Tantalk cam. Is that what that's called? Tantalk cam? Yeah. Here's Eight, my arms. 1340. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we got your arms in the shot. Yeah, that's about it. That's why Garrison Keeler does T-Rex arms in the studio tonight. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so what we're going to do, we're going to do an open show. We're going to play some music. We're going to clown around, and Chris is going to... Uh, uh, overwhelm us with sound effects and all kinds. Of, I, I said free will. Whatever you want to do, it's open show. You can knock yourself out. Whatever, because we can. Because actually, Alan's pretty witty. I'm so so witty, but Alan's really witty. And uh, so he'll come back with something I'm, if yeah, I can't it's like think. Like saying I'm better looking than the elephant man. <laughs> but anyway, what are we gonna do? Oh yeah, yeah. Did I did I say everything? See, uh, be sure and check out our website, GolfStreamMotorsports.com. Uh, our podcast, which is Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Uh, the Facebook pages, um, Nostalgic Radio and Cars, Gulfstream Motorsports. Let's see, did I leave anything out? Let's see. Oh, yeah, there's still some stuff on our stuffs page. You know what? I got, uh, not only do I have the shirts and the decals, but I actually have some Mustang emblems. So I got 5.0 emblems. I got Ford emblems. I got Cobra Jet emblems. These are all reproductions. Yeah, they're but they're made in America. They are, are they, made. Are they plastic or not? They're plastic, but they're made in America. Oh, they're not reproductions. They're, they're not even copies because the original ones weren't plastic. That's true. They weren't. Yeah. Well, the later cars were. Yeah. But the early cars. So these are right. kind of like. Even the Cobra twos still had the. They were metal. Yeah. Actually, yeah. You know, I couldn't remember. It's yeah, been them, so long since I. Them, I them there are snake cars. Them snake. Yeah. You know what? A guy. A guy. Let's. Let's. They got that. That. A guy called me up. No, emailed me from Orlando 
and I really felt sorry for the guy. He's he because I had the '72 Torino Cobra Jet car advertised on uh, Crap's List. I mean Craigslist, Crap's List. It might as well be Crap's List. And uh, so the guy emails me a thing. And he says, uh, "Would you be interested in a possible trade?" And I said, "Yeah, go ahead." I mean, we're we're emailing back and forth. So he shoots me an email and he, and he sends me back a picture of this really ugly. And you got to admit. On a Corvette, their yellow is ugly. Remember that seventies ugly yellow that, oh, yeah. that was real popular. And we're yeah. not talking and nice, smooth, cool Ferrari yellow. It didn't go with any color interior either. It was just flat, ugly. It didn't even go good with the black. It was just an ugly yellow. So anyway, so somebody painted this Mustang two fastback yellow. So he sends me a picture of it, sitting with ugly, oh, the whole ghetto wheel. Horsepower, oh oh yeah. yeah, but no, it was actually a V eight. Two barrel with the that was with an automatic horsepower. Was that that was That's it? That's what it was back. Overwhelming, then, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you got four cylinders. Got well, more she's than got that. Power, yeah, more <laughs> yeah. power than that. Yeah. So anyway, I sent him back an email. Said, "No, sorry, I've already got a pinno, and I enclosed or I attached. That's the correct word. And closes if it's an envelope. I attached to the email a pit a picture of the Pinto wagon. Yeah. See, since uh, a Mustang is a glorified pinno, and it really it's an insult to the pinno because the pinno is a real car because it was. You know what it was intended for. The Mustang was like a afterthought. Uh, I, I don't know. It wasn't really a descendant of the early Mustang. When they came out with that car in '74, I think I was going to puke. I thought that was the end of the Mustang. Chris, do you know what we're talking about? Google 1974 to 1978 Mustang II. It's got to be the butt ugliest Mustang. And I'm a Ford guy. So are you, Alan. 74 right. to 78? 74 to 78 Mustang 2. The absolute butt ugliest. There's nothing. No way could you help that car. Nothing you could do to it. Had the world's tiniest track for the width of the car, too. Oh. Well, now, in 78... It's like a 70, skateboard. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. But in 77, 78, some guy tried to save one. And what he did is there was this article, and I think it was one of the high-rod magazines, and it was called... SD for sudden death. And what somebody did is they took a 460 and somehow managed to shoehorn that motor in the Mustang. Remember that? Did you remember that article? Uh, no. All you do is something like that. You put the motor in and it just gets jammed in between the shock towers. You don't even need motor mounts. No. You yeah. It's just right. It, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's there. And the it'll firewall. Never, and the core support. Yeah, you it'll know? never come out. It'll never come out. No. Yeah. Not under any circumstances unless it blows up somehow. No. You drive over a bomb and it blows the thing out of there. But anyway, did you find it, Chris? It's just ugly. Yeah, can I borrow your puke bucket? Yeah. <laughs> sound effects, sound effects. The colors aren't even... You know what the worst part is? The colors. Yeah. Well, the well, car is the, not that... The, the car itself is not that aesthetically appealing. Oh. But then when you look at the color schemes, like burnt orange with a yellow and black stripe, what is this? The Dukes of Hazard? I mean, come on. No, don't even insult the Dukes of Hazard because they didn't. <laughs> at least they had a '69 Charger. I know someone way back they bought a brand new King Cobra too, and it had the Ford. Is That's ex- the Ford is experimenting with the water-based paint. They kept the car in the garage, and the paint got chalky. <sighs> they did that on all the trucks. Remember '78? Yeah. That I mean, they're all the trucks, all the cars. The trucks right. had it. The Pinot had it. The vans had it. That was just a yeah. Hey, it was a far gr- cry from like a paint job on a '70 Thunderbird or a Mark III. Ooh. Hey, yeah. but that was a groovy time, you know, to be around, you know, far out, groovy, whatever was left over from the 70s. And they were just trying to revive it the best they could. Remember, that's when they had the porthole windows. Remember the Pinto Bean and oh, yeah, then the, the Ford Van? Yeah, the Pinto had, they call it a cruising wagon. Is that what it was called? Yeah, it was a two-door wagon, of course, and the side, didn't have side glass, it just had the the port portholes. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, for whatever reason, you know. It was ugly. Yeah. It was ugly. Maybe because it handled like a boat. <laughs> Well, you know what? The early Pinos, like mine, 73 is really the cutoff because even though it has this tiny bumpers, it's got a little bumper guard or a little bumper shock on the front. But at least the car blends somewhat. When they yeah. came out with those hideous impact bumpers, I mean, chrome was bad enough, but when they came out with the one in the Mustang too, the monochromatic ones, yeah. yuck a That was ugly. But um, while we're on the subject of uh, uh, ugly cars, why, why, why don't we just roll with this? You want to go ugly cars for the 70s? Yeah, we've done it before. Hey, we, we can do it like yeah. a Jeopardy. We need a Jeopardy thing. Uh, da, da, I was da, just da, thinking, da. I'll take want... ugly cars for 400, Alex. Like, really? Does that mean I have to be Alex Trebek? <laughs> yeah, you can Come be Alex on. Trebek. Hey, anybody want to call in and try to match wits with me and Alan tonight, go ahead and give us a call here at Studio 727-441-3000, 727-441-3000. You know, we haven't heard from Radio Rob. There we go. That's it. <laughs> it's going to be a long night. It's going to be a long night. Hey, look at it like this. You only got 45 minutes left. <laughs> but anyway, what does, what, 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 really, everything from 73 to like 80 was ugly. Well, 308 GTS was good looking. Hey, I was born in 80. I'm not ugly. 
Oh, you well, just that's you're what your mom says. <laughs> <laughs> uh, spe- speaking of which, yesterday, uh, a big shout out to our friends up at uh, Tampa Bay Ferrari because I actually there you go. Yeah. Here, look, look. Uh, what, Tampa I feel Bay, left out. You want here? You want to whack it? No, no, no. no. I don't want to take your pleasure away from you. <laughs> okay, but anyway, I went up to Tampa Bay Ferrari yesterday. So big shout out to our friends up there. And they got a new sales manager up there. Matter of fact, I'm going to get him on the show one of these days. I think his name is Heath Moore. He's from Detroit. Guess what? His dad was in the radio business. And he was in the radio, you know, like up radio in Detroit? business. Up in Detroit. Yeah, Motor City. And he's a big Ted Nugent fan, so that was cool. Okay. So, rock and roll guy. But anyway, so while I was in there, and you would appreciate this, talking about the 308, which I think is a very good car. They made... I mean, a very nice-looking yeah, car. They made about 14,000 of all the variations of that car, which is a ton. Right, but yeah. the early ones, the GTB hardtop, the fiberglass cars, or yeah. the, the but anyway, the, the GTB, the full roof car, yeah. I think looks better than the GTS. Well, well, but uh, I'm the opposite. You're the opposite. You like the yeah. GTSs, really? Yeah, because I like to let my hair blow in the wind. Oh, and you were a big Magnum PI fan, weren't you? No, no. <laughs> anyway, um, wait, that wasn't a joke. That wasn't a joke. You, you like, really like to let your hair blow in the wind? <laughs> Boy, it took you a while on that one. Timing is everything. <laughs> I'm like, please, somebody start laughing. Somebody start laughing. We have a laugh track. We gotta have that somewhere. <laughs> but uh, but they had three, three, not one, not two, but three BB512s sitting on the showroom floor. Three. Hear me again. I said three. That's the That's last a, good boxer, anyway. Um, I think one was a carbureted car with the carburetors, set of carburetors on it, and the other two were FI cars, fuel injected. Carbureted car was that a gray car? Like no, the get this, yucky orange. Charcoal, and then your classic Ferrari red. Yeah, um, but the charcoal one had the small bumpers on, so I couldn't. And I didn't. I'm not real up on those, but so I don't yeah. know if it was a Euro car Could be. that wasn't. You know, because I thought they were all Euro cars. They're all okay. great market cars. But for some reason, it didn't have. It might have been an early one yeah. because it didn't have the ugly bumpers on it like the later ones did. So maybe the orange one and the red one were FIs, and the black one probably was a carpeted car, and I think that's the way it was. And they were pretty nice. Like, you know, that's a good-looking car. What's your thoughts, Alan? Yeah, exactly, yeah, because the 365 was the first boxer. And yeah. that was a good-looking car. The 512 was, like, just a slight evolution of it. And then that was really the last good boxer for because the boxes that came after that you can buy them for nothing nowadays compared to anything else. Well, you know they they, they hit they broke two hundred thousand at Monterey for a box twelve five twelve yeah okay yeah I'm not talking about a Testarossa no 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 we're talking yeah. BBs yeah I'm talking real uh, real quickly here for to edge and our uh, listeners difference between a three sixty five BB and a five twelve BB what's the difference there? well there's a couple. Engine displacement because the 365 is 365. Same car, same car, but cylinder. Okay, whatever that comes out to, someone can do the math. Okay. The 512 is not 512 cc's per cylinder. It's a five liter 12 cylinder. They changed the number. That's what it was. Why do I? The 512 had double taillights. The 365 had triple taillights, which made it look a little bit neater. You know. You know what? I forgot about that. A little extra to the back end styling. Okay. For whatever, I'm not a stylist. You know, I'm not a Alex Tremulous, but there you go. And everybody uh-huh. likes a little bit more on the back end, right? <laughs> <laughs> is that what the, is that where the term junk in the trunk comes from? Hey-o. No. Yeah, hey, wait, this is a family show. Yeah. <laughs> well, junk in the trunk could be tools, could be cars, spare tires. You know, I got junk in my trunk. Yeah, I got arrested one time. They opened my trunk and had a box of M80s in there. So oh. that was my junk in the trunk. Boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> we got anything spinning around on the turntable? Uh, what do we got tonight? Since we're going to do, since we're on this uh, freestyle thing, we could just play just about anything, can we? we I think. Can. You want to you want to take it back? Yeah, let's take it back. Take let's it go back. back. Let's go right, way let's back. <laughs> oh, this is little Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, we got a little Jimi Hendrix. Mr. Bad Luck. Hey, you're tuning into Nostalgic Radio Cars. Don't leave. We're playing some classic. Now, you know what? We're playing some classic Jimi Hendrix. Not the typical mainstream stuff like, you know, his usual stuff, but uh, he don't saw Mr. Bad Luck. Hey, don't go away. We're... Nostalgic Radio Cars. We'll be right back. Playing the violin, hitting wrong notes. Just broke a guitar string.
This is Robert from Nostalgic Video and Cars here to tell you about Bellador's Pizza and Pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago-style stuffed crust pizza, New York-style pizza, calzones, strombolis, pasta entrees, beer wine, and great desserts. They even make the bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering and any order over 10 bucks, free delivery. So give them a call at 727-581-5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Lager Road near downtown Largo. Or visit their website, belladorspizza.com. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends Corey, Jed, and Kurt at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for takeout order at 727-501-9090 that's 727-501-9090 they truly have the best smoking barbecue in town oh and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce that's the rib shack barbecue in downtown largo 727-501-9090 i'm telling robert from nostalgic radio and car sent you Hey, we're back, and you are listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. That's a good show, by the way. While we were on the subject of 70s ugly cars, let's talk about a 70s cool car. Now, you remember back in 2005, 2006, 2007, you know, Hemi Kudos were bringing coupes, half a million, 600,000, and the Cuda Kudas convertibles were bringing two. I remember standing next to the guy that was, like, racking them up there for a while. He had six at one point in time. Chandler, right? Uh, no, 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 no. This was this guy. This was this Wheeler dealer, uh, real estate guy out of someplace in the Midwest. But anyway, so I was standing next to him at uh, at uh, RM's auction in Scottsdale at the uh, Biltmore. And he looks like an average guy. He looked like a bum like I am all the time. No, I shouldn't say that. I look like a bum. He looked like a dressed up bum. and uh, Or bum with money. Bum with nice shoes, a yeah. Bum with nice shoes, yeah. Uh, but he stunk like an ashtray because he smoked like a freight train, right? Nice guy, though. I was talking, shooting the crap with him a little bit. But anyway, so... A blue Hemi Cuda goes through there, supposedly one of like four or five that were the factory four-speed cars, or maybe two. I don't know how many they are because they miraculously they multiply. Reapp- yeah, they reappear. They reappear, yeah. right. Yeah, that's more than there was built. Yeah. It sold, they bid to $2.1 million. Two point. Are you listening to this, Chris? $2.1 million for a Chrysler. That's too okay. much. That's too much. That's what mm-hmm. I said, too, for, for, for a Chrysler. Well, okay. But at any rate, so... That was a high bid, but then they were negotiating back and forth. But just before that, I was talking to the guy, and I said, man, that car's going up. And uh, I said, by the way, you know, mine introduced myself and stuff like that. So you've been on car? He says, yeah, I've owned that car and sold that car three times. So that means he bought the car at like 500000 bought it, sold it, bought it again in a million, sold it, bought it again in a million five. He's, he's been, been making money work, on the same he's car. He's been working, yeah, exactly. All right, so they ultimately end up selling that car for two point. $2.5 million. Now, like we talked about on the show here a couple of days ago or last week or two, think about that. If they're making 5% in, 5% out, let's just say it's 10%. That's two hundred grand. Just the commissions on those cars is more than most people make in a year. Right. Okay. Or many years. Anyway, all right. So now I just pulled up on the computer. The very same car, the very same car that's been bought and sold, I don't know how many times, now that the market, you know, a tank, you could buy them for like three, two, $300,000. That car just sold... Uh, on June 16th, and it sold for 3.5, that's 3.5 millione, million dollars. Now, please explain it to me. Now, we had Mike, my buddy Mike Flynn was on last week. Mike's a real good buddy of mine. And he, he has a little bit more optimistic view, which, 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 I mean, that's not the word I'm looking for. Something more... Um, you know, something more fair to everybody. It's like all boats rise. That was his, right. uh, is that how that when a tide rises, all boats go up? Okay, right. Even little I, boats. I, yeah. I I think that's fair, but I mean, it's just like it's just like the Ferrari that sold for thirty five million, or the ones that sold for fifteen yeah, million. Yeah, wrecked a couple times. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, it's it's like let's just throw out all logic. Yes, it's good. You know, it shows it, t- it says a lot about the car industry. And do we have a do we have a sacrificial lamb on the air? On the air? No, we got a. Uh... 
Radio Rob has a request for a next song when we go to break. Let me guess. We don't back. <laughs> we don't have anything from the best Hey, Radio of the Rob, are you, is he on the air? No. He no, loves he, him some Nickelback. I'll tell you. Nickelback. I've got, I've got to think yeah. of something that. Uh, yeah. I'll think of something. One of these, one of these days, we should all pitch in and give him a quarterback. Wait a minute. He's, he's a sports nut. Which sports team does he like? Not the Bucks, I don't think, is I, it? Oh, I don't know. Okay. You've talked to him more than I have. Yeah, but I never talk about sports. I always talk about cars. Well, I don't, how do you I don't know anything. he's a big sports guy? Because that's what him and Artie Fletcher used to talk about all the time. Because they used to talk sports all the time. And I don't know anything about sports. Well, you didn't yeah, they got a football team in Tampa. Is a pigskin a little white thing with like red, light, little red? I don't. No, I think that's a football thing a football. for the football game. That's a football. Yeah. Okay. What's a little Robert, white ball? Seriously. What's it? Huh? What's it called? A baseball? Is that it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, a friend of mine had one of those on his, as a shift. I got hit on the head when I was a kid by one of those. What's the yellow furry thing? Oh, boy. Um, that's your cat. <laughs> that's a tennis ball, right? And then the and then the little white thing with dimples in it. What's that? That's that's, that's, that's your that's your newborn baby. <laughs> that's your newborn baby. That's a soft spot. <laughs> that's a soft spot. Anyway, all right. We're, we're talking about the Hamikuda. Okay, so yeah, yeah. now, but but the, the there was a Boss four twenty nine. There was a couple of them that sold at Monterey. Okay, one was at Russo. $470,000, so the record, I think, six. Okay, and then they had one earlier this year. Meekum sold for five hundred grand. so that's a half a mil, so they're creeping up there. But now, I saw I saw the $400,000 one, but I also saw the one that was a Rick Coles auction, and I was talking about my friend's Corvette the other day, Then and I was joking about this. This was all back. He builds everything, like, really you know, Porsche slash Penske slash, slash Carroll Shelby. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. So better than new, better than new. But here's the deal. It wasn't like it was over restored. You know, there, you, you can recognize an over restored car when you see one, but this was like what I would call blueprinted. So in other words, everything, every gap, everything tolerance, everything was brought like it should have been better than new though. Better than, all right. I guess yeah. that's over restored. Yeah. So, uh, considering. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I, I, I don't know where I was going to go with that, but I was going to go someplace. But anyway, but so the Boss 429 was a Rick Coles auction. I took pictures of it. Actually, I think I put a picture of it on the Facebook page. And I was looking down the side of that car. It was absolutely panel perfect. Even the back deck lid. You know how the deck lids were on the Mustangs? And oh, they yeah. really lined they up. They never fit. They were never, uh, when they were brand new, they never fit. No, the they only did. time they fit was just, it just happened. If it happened, exactly. But yeah. the, every gap, everything. I mean, it was just the the the, the, the level of, of, of restoration on this car was absolutely amazing. Incredible, and it only brought two seventy five. So the one that was at, but see, here's my point with this: is a more original car is really worth more than when it's over restored. That's the argument I've been making the whole time. Yeah. As in the case with a car that's the two seventy the two seventy five GTB from a few years ago. Yeah, that, same the, auction went for one point six. A restored one went what one point three. Yeah, and it was original. Unrestored car. Unrestored. And the guy that has that car, and it was at Monterey this year again. I, in fact, yeah, I, I saw I, pictures I, of it. Yeah, I saw yeah. you pictures of it. And that was a gorgeous car. I mean, I would just leave it alone. I mean, it's just got the nice dust yeah, and filth. Single, it's a Colombo motor, the alloy body. There you go. Lightweight, fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fast, not quick, fast. Yeah, and original. And original. Yeah, because it's only original once anyone can restore a car. Yeah. Volvo. A Volvo P1800. Yeah. I'm waiting to get you on a show to talk about this. Yeah. 80 thousand dollars for one that's got six thousand miles and dead original and it was white but it was a it was a later fuel injected car too 71 yeah later fuel injected car. so what does yeah. that mean does that mean it's well, worth more you know i prefer carburetors because you open the hood and you can do something the fuel you injection is a real simple bosch system but carburetors just make a better noise well, you know, yeah. I mean, you can fix either or, so that's, yeah, not, yeah. that's not a problem for you. Mm-hmm. I can't fix either. Yeah. I mean, I can take it apart and screw it up and then go, Alan! <laughs> <laughs> so, $3.5 million. And then you add the sales fee on top of that, which is another 300 some odd grand. So, you're at $3.75 million. Holy cow! And the problem with that is... <laughs> and, well, hey, wait a minute. You know what? Since you're a sports guy... Can you find some old Harry Carey stuff? I just gave you some was Harry Carey. Yeah. Okay. That, holy cow. That was him? I thought he had a different... Moo. I thought yeah. he had more of one. Yeah. No, that wasn't him? That'd be Harry Carey Jr., right? Or Harry Carey? Uh, no. Was that holy him? Holy cow is Harry Carey. Is Harry, Harry Carey? Carey? Chicago. Yeah. Cubs, yeah. right? I thought was it was Harry Carey Jr. for some reason. Because I know Harry Carey was in the old John Wayne movies from the 30s. No, no, no. no. This is no, the ball now. Yeah, same guy. Yeah. Was, was, it, it, the was it the Cubs or was it the Sox? No, Cubs. Cubs. Okay. What are you? Are well, you a Cubs fan? I'm not a Cubs fan. You're not a Cubs fan? You know where I'm from. 
Oh, yeah, you're that other team. They're you're the, the Red Sox. Uh, you're a Yankees you, fan. No, settle down. <laughs> they, they got that baseball team in Billings. <laughs> Billings, what is that, Montana? Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Wow, that's Why awesome. did all the New anyway. York teams, here we go, sports, I don't even know what I'm talking about. But Me didn't, neither. Didn't a couple football teams or baseball teams or some ball sports teams from New York go out west? I think they became well, the, the, the Dodgers. The Dodgers in 56, the, and they're still talking about it, 58, something like that. And yeah, they're still, still ticked about off about it. And then the Giants, they went to San Francisco, right? The Athletics went to Oakland. The athletic, Were they from Chicago? Uh, they were New York? Philadelphia. Philadelphia? Yeah. Okay. You know what it was? They just liked the weather. Of course, you know what I just, you know what I missed? I came back from Monterey last week and up, I was up in Santa Rosa, which is Sonoma County, which is north of San Francisco. So you got San Francisco, then and then you go, which is the Bay Area, and then you go across the Golden Gate Bridge. You got Marin County, then you got Sonoma County, and then to the right is, Sonoma County is wine country too, but Napa is more well known for it. Of course, Mario Andretti has a, um, uh, a vineyard up there too. So Napa gets whacked with an earthquake. Which is really highly unusual because we always have those little tremors growing up as a kid. You know, you'd be sitting there at a dinner table all of a sudden for about, I don't know, three, four seconds. That's really all it is. But those three, four seconds, the whole house shook. You know, and you'd actually sit there and watch your plate just kind of slightly move. Or you're holding your fork and all of a sudden you hear, is this doing this? I mean, something like that. Is that can you hear that on the radio? <laughs> you know, that, that's, your, that's your fork beating against your plate. Does that sound right? Am I getting that? Anyway. Yeah, perfect. So, <laughs> sound effects. I had to din, be creative. Din. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. not going to ring the dinner the dinner bell? The Come dinner on. bell. But anyway, so that was uh, six. Six and change. So they got rocked pretty good up there. So um, you know what? It's a darn shame because um, there's some awful nice cars up there in Northern Cal. They, the rest free, I'm sure. Yeah, but, you know, they really wouldn't look very good with a whole bunch of with a roof rock on and a roof yeah. and rubble and, and all that kind of stuff. In fact, there's one guy, did I talk about, I oh, know we, we haven't told you yet. I was in this one guy's place. We we're on, on the other side of Santa Rosa. And uh, he's about 1,800 feet up in, up in one of the little hills. Yeah, you're so about it's him, a yeah. little hill. Okay. Yeah. So it's, a hill's 1,800, 2,000 feet, really, when you get to the top. And uh, in fact, Robin Williams used to live up there before he moved back to Tiburon. And we played that little tribute to Robin yep. Williams here earlier with the little Mark from Ork and the, and the, what was the thing called? Happy Days with yeah. Richie and Fonzie. So, um, but at any rate, so we're up there, and this guy's got this toy box, for lack of a better word, and it's built like it's poured concrete, steel reinforced, pretty much earthquake proof. How many how many square feet garage is that? I think it was like uh, twenty thousand. Twenty thousand. He had ten thousand up upstairs, and another ten dug in the side of the hill. And he was loaded with vintage Mercedes Benzes. Now I promise I wouldn't mention his name, but I'll just say he had some really, really cool cars. And then just on another little level, lever, level, level, level higher, there was a tier there. And of all things, he's got a tin building, like something you see in Florida. Of course, in Florida it would rust, in California it doesn't. And it's and it's only one car deep, but it's like forty cars long. And he had thirty more Mercedes Benzes in there, but they were. Of lesser type, like you know, your basic Adenauer, your basic 600 Pullman, your basic 300 SEL, your basic 300 SE Coupe, your basic, you know, the 60s. You know, so you had a Pullman in the lesser garage. He had the Pullman in the lesser garage, exactly. Now, in the nicer garage where the E-Type Roadster was, the Pagoda Mercedes, the vintage Porsche, the 300 SL Gullwing, the 300 S, I guess they're... Technically, by definition, they're called SCs, but they're 300S, the big, real beautiful 300 series convertibles. He had... It'd be SL, wouldn't it? Just straight no, SL? No, 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 no. These were the big the big, oh, the big, big convertibles. Okay, the big The ones. big okay. convertibles. Yeah. yeah, like the, the two-door version. So he had, a, he had a coupe, he had a convertible, and I've never seen a Roadster. I heard they made one. I'd yeah. never seen one. Let's put it this way. I perhaps... Maybe I've laid a set of eyeballs on it, but I didn't recognize it. Because the roof line, it doesn't have a boot. The right. roof actually retracts down in the well. So it was actually, it had some pretty lines. And let's see what else they had. Oh, then he had a Ponton 220SE. He had a 220SE convertible. Another 220SE convertible. Uh, another 300 in there. I mean, there was like, I don't know. I couldn't count them. There were so many. But they were absolutely gorgeous cars. And um, and what was interesting is this guy works on all his own cars. So I would say he's probably in his late 60s. Been messing with him for a long time. So here's a guy that's, you know, got a lot of affluence, 
and he's his own wrench. So we went downstairs. He took us, well, he took us through his little game room, through his collecting room, and all that other cool stuff. We get down to his game to his shop. And there's in ground lift, not an above ground bolted to the ground. In ground hydraulic lift, like they used to be. Like they used to be, not one but two. Then a di- a dyno in the back, and he got that from a dealership that was re, re- revamping, and then they had an extra one laying around, so he got that one because they put a new one in. So with the exhaust thing in it too, plus a spray booth. Plus, racks and racks and racks and rows and rows and rows of parts. So it was just, you know, it's it's like the, there's that one book like, that's... Go ahead. Yeah, like we would do if we had money. We, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But there's this one book out there, and I forget what the name of it is, but it's got uh, like Ralph Lauren and Mullins and, and, and your yeah, other the buddy guy, there. Uh, not my buddy. But the who's the guy, guy with the, the editor? You just mentioned him earlier. Uh, the guy from the Yikes. LA Times. No, no. Oh, no. Oh, um, Peterson, right? Nope. Not oh. Peterson, but the other guy. Okay. Yeah. Um, can't remember. Chandler. Chandler. That's it. Yeah. yeah it was, Chandler. Yeah. Uh, you know, people that had garages like theirs were, and I can't remember, but there's one that I saw that a guy had actually had a rotating thing. It looked like a helipad and it would swivel and just go down. And then here's this just amazing underground garage. I mean, Chris, you can't believe some of the stuff that's out there, you know. And 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 then I come to find out that, in fact, there was a place in in Miami, no, in, in West Palm Beach. I went to this guy's garage. Okay, he had again a very similar collection, but not only did he have a collection of really cool post-war exotics, you know, uh, 50s, 60s stuff, but he also had another garage that literally looked. I only saw pictures of this one. Literally looked like a Taj Mahal, and there was nothing but Duesenbergs and. Packards and Rolls's and stuff I can't even pronounce. You know, I mean, just absolutely incredible stuff. Cords, Auburns, you name it, it was all in there. But a lot of fate and a lot of a lot of Rolls Royces and Duesenbergs in there. But his one little garage, when I was when when Bobby and I were down there, he invited us over, and I didn't know what to expect. I knew he had a couple of cool cars, couple cool cars. And right. I think he had hundreds of cool cars. <laughs> so he says, "Yeah, come up to my office." I walked into his office. I swear his office is as big as this house right here, and it was at least. 2,000 square feet, just filled full of really interesting art and antiques and Old automobilia. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. I mean, I was just I was just uh, totally mesmerized. And and the funny part about it was later Bobby's sister says, well, Dad, I think you're normal. And says, you don't have stuff <laughs> like that. It, be, it was incredible. So then he says, would you like to see my collection? I said, sure. He says, follow me. So we walk over, and we're on the second or third floor of this office complex that he owns. We take his private elevator down to his private garage, and when, he, when the door opens, the first thing you see is a convertible Series 1. What's this, the Bentley Continental convertible? Oh, yeah. Beautiful car. I always thought that was a gorgeous car. Um, 55, Gullwing, 56, whatever. Yeah. Uh, late 50s, early 60s. Yeah. And then what was the what was the really cool-looking Rolls-Royce Bentley, the real sporty one that had the fastback body style in the, in the 50s? The Continental R. Was that it? Yeah. Okay. So he had yeah. like one, not one, one, two of those. One with a four-speed on the floor. Right. Yeah. Very rare. Um, just some really, really... that's what, um, I think had James Bond driving originally when Ian Fleming wrote about it. He had a Continental R at one time. In the book? Yeah, the book. Right, right, yeah, right, yeah. right. Well, now, in the in the very, very early movie, which one was it? There was the... Doc- no, the first one was... Doctor No. Was that the first one, Doctor yeah. No? No, yeah. it was... No, Wrestle With Love. Two, oh, yeah, that's right. Was that the uh, first one? I don't know. All right, look, some the, how are we doing yeah. on time? Want to take anyway. a break? He's, yeah, why he's, not? We got some, we got some time. We'll we got some back. Time? We'll come we back. Got, we'll wrap it up. All right, hey, yo, what do we got? What do you got? We got something spinning around in the turntable. Another. Well, I cool? figure because you said this show was going to be all about the callers. Yeah, and we've had so many. I, well, you know, I figured. <laughs> Would you quit hanging up on him? I, I didn't hang up on him. Did, he didn't want to go on the air. He got you know stage what? You know what it is? They think this is a sports show. <laughs> yeah, right. It's car sports. Do you have any idea how many times I answer and they're like, "Wait, who's this?" I'm like, "You just called. You call me every single day. How do you not know?" <laughs> <laughs> is this Ed? Is this Chris? Is this Bobby? Hey. Nope. All right. It's Lola. It's, All right. Yeah. What do we got here? We it's got a little. Uh, oh, got, this is a little Johnny Winter, right? No, it's a little Nickelback. I oh, gave him Nickelback. Nickelback. I had to. It's the only <laughs> caller we got. We gotta appease him. <laughs> The alone caller. You know, the phones must be disconnected tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah, that reminds me. You know, next week, we're actually going to be on early because we're going to be preempted on the second by ball sports, some sort of a ball sports club. Where they, they, they take like a ball and run with it and keep it from the other person. And they, I think they have they, a stick they have an and, they, and they throw it up in the air and they swing at it. What's that called? Stick, stick and ball? ball? Yeah, stick, stick ball. ball. Yeah, stick yeah. ball. But they yeah. got like, uniforms and they're the blue. 1800s? Oh. Is that what it was? Well, anyways, some some team that plays in Dunedin or something like that. Oh, but the you, birds, 
Oh, the Birds? Boy. Yeah. Birds. Yeah. That was a movie, and it came out in the early 60s. It was a Bodega Bay up in Marin, yeah, that's Sonoma DB4, County. DB2 slash 4 Roadster. That, yeah, the, what's her name? What was her name? Teddy? Tippy Tippy Hendry. Tippy Hendry. Yeah, she got to drive that car. <laughs> I get, I that's just the best part of the it. movie. I was that was the best her, part of the movie. Her, she got to drive the car. The so car did, it was Rod Taylor's car, though, in the movie, wasn't it? Um, I don't know. I just know the car. I don't wasn't know. The that, I thought it was an Aston Martin, DB2. It was. DB2 slash. Didn't I just say that? You said that. Yeah. Now I said that. Okay. Hey. What is this? Uh, click play, it, click yeah. and clack, eat yeah. your heart out. Yeah, this is, yeah. <laughs> I sound like this is a playback. What did I just say? Yeah. All right. So we got some Johnny Winter here. Some classic. Please. This is a tribute out to him. What's this one called? This was called uh, Bad... No. Rock Me Baby. Rock Me Baby. Yeah. yeah. This is not Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo. This is Rock Me Baby. By Rick Derringer. No, not Rick Derringer. No. Uh, Johnny Winter. I'll be okay. No, hey, you you're tuning into Nostalgic Peter and Cars. And we're having some fun tonight. Aren't we? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like the Kool Aid man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> This is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends Corey, Jed, and Kurt at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. This is Robert from Nostalgic Video and Cars, here to tell you about Bellador's Pizza and Pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago-style stuffed crust pizza, New York-style pizza, calzones, strombolis, pasta entrees, beer wine, and great desserts. They even make their bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering, and any order over 10 bucks, free delivery. So give them a call at 727-581-5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Lager Road near downtown Largo, or visit their website, belladorspizza.com. He was hard on equipment, and cars were tougher because of him. He was willful, proud. He carried himself like a gladiator. He was compressed energy, transfigured into speed. He was fierce. He gloried in the crowd. He sought fame. He was a flesh-and-blood man of mythical status. Mario, a racer, perhaps the best this country has ever known. Okay, we're back. Thank you, Shay Holbrook. I wonder how she's doing. We have to check up and have her back on the show because she races in, in the True Car Series. She races uh, kind of like an SCCA car. I can't remember which class it is, but it's uh, one of those something, something, something challenge. You know what? I am really losing my mind. I can't keep track of anything here. Let's go back to these uh, cars here. A second ago, we were talking about the Hemi Kudos, right. and we're talking about stuff. You know, let's just say, let's just talk about some affordable stuff because really the good thing is the car market is alive and well. There's no question about that. Right. So, Alan, if you were to, and I'll just name off some American crap cars. <laughs> um, so, uh, can't beat a Mustang. You know, yeah. 65 like Mustang. 66 Caprice with a formal roof and a big block. Those are neat looking cars. Yeah, you get one that hasn't been common. Not common. That hasn't been painted green or something or yellow. You or don't whatever. like chartreuse? No. No. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that's kind of a cool car. Uh, obviously, you know the the obvious cars. Obviously, your goats and your X's, GTX's, and your Roadrunners and your Mocks and your Shelby's and your Bosses and your Torino Cobras and outside of that stuff. I mean, you can't go wrong on those kind of cars. But uh, you just you hit one there. You know the Caprice. That's actually kind of a cool car. The uh, really, you know, a big old Bonneville with a 421 is kind of a cool car. That, that held the record for zero to 60 in Car and Driver magazine for 10 years. That long? Yeah. There's really? a four speed car, 421, tri power, 
first gear was good to 62 miles an hour. It was like a 3.9. And then when, that, then when that Epitome 930 Porsche Turbo came out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did a 3.6. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that really? Epitome was like a little jab at Robert. <laughs> epitome <laughs> is what he's trying to say. Epitome. Yeah, Robert okay, had Epitome that, on this, one of his cars years ago. And people go, what's Epitome mean? <laughs> Chris, my license plate on my 930 Turbo back in the day was Epitome. And that, but because that was the fastest production car you could buy at the time, and so we had to, you know, uh, rightfully dub the the car with, uh, you know, a license plate that was befitting. Uh, befitting, yeah. On the other hand, on my '79 Ford Bronco, I had Foolin F O O L I N O dash space O, and what, and then what I did is I defaced state property, my license plate, and I drew arrows. Around the zero, so it was fooling around. Get it? Har 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 har. Really? And then, and then I put eyeballs in the two zeros and fooling with eyelashes, because at the time I can't remember what color. What other plates were they had? They, we had orange lettering. That's what we had, and we had kind of like a kind of a, a whitish tan, whitish, back, yeah, yeah. whitish background. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so I was kind of bad. And let's see what other license plates that I have. I had, uh, oh, I don't know. I can't, but they were car related. 911, 911R, and in German you say 9 Elfa, so that would be slang for 911. Let's see what else do I have. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> Am I, I putting wait, you to sleep? I'm <laughs> waiting for the crickets. <laughs> All right, for, for, <laughs> foreign cars, foreign cars, money, MGBs, can't beat that. That's oh, they're, they're, they're built, you wouldn't know that an MGB is the same manufacturer as an MG Midget. The quality of MGB is so much better. They can go. Forever. And it's a good little car for 60s, the money. 60s car. They handle great. They're a little heavy compared to like a midget, but you can drive it across the country. The only, the only time you open the hood is to check the oil. Well, two people can fit in it, too. Yeah. two people. Some, in some cases, three. Actually, yeah. we had a whole bunch of them because what we did one time back in the frat party days is, let's see, we had, because he had a luggage rack on the back, we had three hanging off the back and three inside the car. Okay, he's, Chris is shooting me the hand. <laughs> what am I? What am I? A diva? Talk to the hand? Really? That's wow. It. Anyway, uh, let's see. MGB GTs. I think that's a good looking yeah, car. They're a great car because there, there's no body flex on a GT. No, at all. I had one at one time. It was drove great. TR4s are creeping up there. Yeah. TR3s uh, are creeping up there. So yeah. a Triumph TR6 is a good choice. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do not buy a doorstop, which is a TR7. Right. It's just a wedge. What else would you say? The Volvos, obviously. The, 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 the. Yeah, the 122s, 1800s, pushrod cars. Yeah. Now, yeah. wait a minute. The Volvo 122, is that, is that the car that's nicknamed Amazon? Yeah, Amazon, yeah. Why? That's what they called it. But that's not used in the United States, though, is it? Yes. We call it here. that here. Couldn't I think, uh, okay, don't quote me on this. I'm a little hazy. But they couldn't call it Amazon in Germany because there was an Amazon motor scooter or something. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. That's from... My old magazine's a long time ago. Back, it was printed when that was contemporary. Okay. And, of yeah. course, your favorite car, P1800s, 1800Es, 1800Ss. Yeah. My, my favorite 1800 it would be the S because the P1800 is a Jensen car, and the build quality was... Nyeh. I got one I'm taking apart right now, an old Jensen car. It's got Bondo up to its eyebrows. It rusted out so bad. But they had, the the cool, they had the coolest looking front bumpers, though. Oh, yeah. The, the cowbells. Bullhorns. Bullhorns. Cow, yeah. Cowbells. Cowbells. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There no, I got it. No, no, <laughs> Back bumpers are wraparound bumpers. Yeah. And they, and the, they had leftover bumpers when they built the 1800S in Sweden, and some of the early 1800Ss got the bullhorns. Okay. What else yeah. should people be buying? What do you think? Uh, Subaru Brat? No. <laughs> I can only think of one. My name is Earl. That's the only one you buy. <laughs> Let's see. Mustang 2 is definitely out of the question. Yeah. You know what? You know the other ugly Mustangs I ever made? And I'm right. going to probably get shot for this one. But the Fox Body Mustang was a pretty good looking car once they got yeah. that dialed in 97, 98, or 87, 88, yeah. 89, 99. But the 94 to 2004, yeah. well, no, 94 to 98, 99, just butt ass ugly again. It just reminds me of it. It's just ugly. It's just, 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 just ugly. It, it just doesn't look no, great. It looked like yeah. a suppository. And then they try to change the t angle of the taillights a little bit on the 99 04s. And then it wasn't finally until they came out with 05 to 09. That's a good looking car. Right. The finally had nice crisp lines. Yeah, it did. Yeah. It, was, it was a very good looking car. I remember when we were at the 100 year anniversary up in uh, Detroit for the unveiling of the new Mustang. Jay May was the designer at the time. 
And they had a 67 Shelby Nightmist Blue over on one side under a car cover, and then the brand new Mustang over here. And I was really amazed with how big the new Mustang was, retro, relatively speaking, to the to the old vintage turds that we got. Two minutes? Hey, oh, that's a peace sign? Peace out, man. <laughs> Give peace a chance. <laughs> we got Jimi Hendrix in the house tonight. I mean, what yeah, do you want to do? Yeah, yeah, some Johnny Winters, you know, and Robin Williams, who's another, you know, yeah. Quirky dude. I was saying I was saying peace to Robin Williams. Peace, yeah. Peace yeah. out, man. Peace out, homie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what else, Alan? Yeah, what else? Um, actually, we both know someone that has the car from Colombo, the Peugeot. Oh, the Peugeot? The yeah, Peugeot. the only French car I can think of. Yeah, but the problem is, is yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of cool, but like, uh, where do you find parts for a Peugeot? It's like having a Citroen. Well, you can still find parts for them. Or, or or a Renault Dolphine or yeah. Renault well, two CV you know, four CV. I got an old ad. You see, remember my sports car directory for 1960? Remember that? You seen yeah. that book before? Anyway, there's a full page ad of Phil Hill and a yellow four door Peugeot 403 with a sunroof, and he's touting the car. Yeah, yeah. So there must have been something back in the day of Phil Hill, because Phil Hill, you know, he's like world champion. World yeah. champion. That's yeah. right. You know, I was reading on the stats. You know, it was he raced Le Mans. Four or five times before he find and DNF'd before yeah. he finally had a car that actually finished the race. Which was it happened, yeah. Set fifty nine or sixty. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Well, we got what, thirty seconds left there, Chris? You got it. Look at you with your internal clock. You are yeah, just on point. It's a little All right. bit. Well, little then then, over then here. this computer clock is off by two minutes because it says seven fifty eight. I'm going by that. That, that computer's fired. Is this fired? Let's fire yeah, it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it builder. Ch- yeah. That, right. career, that computer needs to go to Career builder. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, uh, thanks, Al, for hanging out. Okay. Chris for bantering back and forth. Our bell here. Rob for calling in and all the other people you got at hold still. The, yeah, the bell is the most interesting <laughs> one here. <laughs> but I want to thank all my listeners for tuning in to Nostalgia Radio Cars. Be sure to check out our website, GolfStreetMotorsports.com. Our Facebook page, Nostalgia Radio Cars. We're just about out of here. Stay safe, drive carefully, and love your family. And next week, two o'clock. Goodbye. mean to be telling tales out of school, but there's a fella in there who'll pay you $10 if you sing into his can. Downtown Dave. I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker. They broadcast me out on the radio. WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa Bay. WDCF, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hill.